Hey, what's going on? My name's Coach Lee. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. And this episode is the first episode of the new year. Happy 2023, everybody. Whatever you did to celebrate, I hope that you did so responsibly and safely. For me, what I did was I went to bed. I took my butt to bed right away. Not right away. I mean, I stayed up till midnight, but I didn't do anything traditional, you know, because I've done that. I've been there and I've done that. I spent a lot of time and energy trying to be in places where there were people celebrating, spending lots of money, getting into bars, drinking a whole bunch, hanging out with some people, not remembering much of what happened the next night and being like, "Woo, I had a good time. Woo, I can't remember any of it. That was me. And after a while, I yearned for something different and something new, something less extreme. And so for the last several years, I've been more conscious about what I wanted to do with that day. You know, because there's a worldwide expectation, it feels like a worldwide expectation, that you celebrate that day. And if you're not screaming and if you're not making noise on that day, if you're not doing the thing at midnight, if you're not hooping and hollering, then you are lame. You are boring. And because you are lame and boring, that's why you're alone. Go out and celebrate. Go out and meet people. Go out and drink. Go out and do all the things. And I I just have not subscribed to that idea in quite some time. So for the last two years, I've been very conscious of just treating this day as if it was a regular day. Just to see how I feel about it just to see how I feel about it. Because I've done a lot of things that other people had expected me to do on that day. But what do I really want to do on that day? And when I say a lot of other things, I mean, okay, I've been out to the bars, I've been drinking, and I've been going out to um, parties and stuff like that. But I also, I also spent New Year's in church when I was 19. New Year, the stroke of midnight, I was in church and we were like, Ah, there it is, New Year's. It, it felt very anticlimactic to me. So I didn't like that. And that was the first and only time I've ever done that. One year, I went to someone else's house for a potluck. And it wasn't a bunch of people. It was more intimate. And I liked that idea. I liked that idea. But then the people that were there, I didn't have quite the intimate connection that I wanted with them. So again, it didn't feel quite right. But I think spending these last two years, last two years just alone, treating it like it's just a regular day, felt really good to me. I woke up the next morning feeling pretty refreshed. I like that. What a beautiful way to start your day. A day that just happens to be the start of the new year. I guess what I'm trying to say here is that we are the ones that give significance and meaning to events. You, me, we, individuals, we give the meaning. What makes it a big holiday is that more than just one or two people believe in the meaning and the significance of the holiday. 
if you're not paying attention, if you're not careful, if you're not focused on what it is that you really want, you're going to get swept up in this idea that you have to behave a certain way at a certain time. You don't. You give it meaning. You decide what you want to do. You decide how you're going to behave. You decide who is going to be around you. And what I'm looking for in life, and I think most people are, maybe you are too, looking for people to be close to us that give meaning or give importance to the same things that we give importance to. Like the way I celebrate this holiday. I don't think I could connect with somebody who wanted to do just the opposite, who were interested in going out and spending a lot of money and being around people and lots of noise and things like that. That's not what I'm interested in. But of course, this is just a holiday, right? But when it comes down to things that are really important to you, really personal to you, you want people in your life to give it importance You want people in life to give it just as much meaning and care as you do. That's what we're looking for in life. Those are our close friends. Without knowing what it is that's important to us, we find ourselves around people doing things that we think are supposed to be important to us. But they aren't. Not personally not deeply. We're just going with the flow. We're just hanging out at this New Year's party, drinking, bored. No, I don't want to be that. And I hope that you don't either. I know that in order to find close friends, in order to find people that really understand us, we have to be absolutely intentional about getting in the spaces where those people are. That's why I say, be yourself, live your truth, and you can make lasting friendships. So the first piece of this is being yourself. What is it that is important to you? That's the question. When you find out what's important to you, you're going to find yourself in spaces doing those things that are important to you. You'll find yourself in the right place because there'll be people there doing things that are important to them. And you'll know that you're in the right place because whatever you're doing, the reason you're there is because it's important to you. And you look to the next person right next to you and you'll know that they're doing the same thing, whatever it is. They're doing whatever it is because it's important to them. It's as equally as important to them as it is to you. And then you can talk and then you can connect and that's how you'll make a lasting friendship. But it starts with you. Who are you? What do you want? What's important to you? Are you doing things that are important to you? Or are you doing things that you were told should be important to you? There's a huge difference. One really easy way to answer that question is if you look around and you're very unhappy with what you see. Most people use the first day of the year to recognize that they don't like what they see and they make an effort to change all of it at once. And this is where we get messed up. 
This is where we get messed up. We get messed up in two ways. We get messed up because we try to change years, decades of things that we didn't like in one day. What most people do is they be like, I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to be a better woman. I'm going to be a better everything. And I'm going to change my life. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to find new friends. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to do it all because today is the day. We get messed up in that way thinking we could do it all in one day. And then, well, we only try once per 365 days, which ensures that we fail because we have more practice doing the other thing. We have more practice our habits instilled in us with the other 364 days of the year doing the thing that we didn't want to do, the thing that we believe we can change, that we want to change, that's making us unhappy. We have more practice doing that than we do the other thing that we want. So it's no wonder that we revert back in doing the thing that we have more practice with. I think we get messed up here because we believe that this is the only day that we can make a lasting change and it has to be so quick and so powerful and so impactful just like this day is. Well, this day isn't all that great. New Year's Day isn't all that different than the day before it or the day before that. It's just that people believe that something significant should happen on this day when actually change lasting change especially with us humans takes time we're never going to be able to make any kind of transition just like that just like at the snap of our fingers at a drop of our hat at a stroke of midnight that's not going to happen because even if you did make a change and you decided you would quit smoking it has been years in the making before you actually made that effort and it stuck Remember that this day is just a regular day. Just like any other day, it's an opportunity for you to make a change. But if you miss it today, you can try again tomorrow. You can try again on the 31st. You can try again in late February. You can try again in August. Whenever you are ready, do it. Don't wait for the new year to start your new life. That day is only the starting point if you give it meaning. I'll be right back with the answer Reddit friendship advice question. Do you feel like you've outgrown your friends and want to find new ones? Do you want to talk about why your friends suddenly stopped trying to hang out with you? Are you facing a friendship breakup and you feel alone and you need some support? Well, I can help. My name's Coach Lee. I'm a friendship coach and I help people make lasting friendships. I'm currently running a new year, new you special. If you want to make a change in your friendships, but you don't know where to start, I've got you. This special is 60% off my regular 60 minute coaching sessions. That's more than half off of the regular coaching sessions. For 60 minutes, I ask that you bring an open mind and honesty to our conversation. And I will provide you with a safe space where you can share your feelings. You will be heard and validated. However, I want to let you know that this is not a venting session. I wouldn't be doing my job as a coach if I didn't provide you with the insight and empowerment that you were paying me for. This call is for you if you suddenly had a shift in your friendships and need help figuring out why. 
this call is for you if you feel uncomfortable talking to your friends right now about something that's happened in your friendship. This call is for you if you wanna stop feeling like you're less than and build supportive, meaningful friendships. Go to PatternsOfPossibility.com to find that new year, new you special and book your call today. Better hurry because the offer ends on January 31st. Best friend often zones out when I'm talking. Before I explain, I will say that yes, my friend does have ADD. However, we are both in our 30s. I am often listening to her obsess over men and her obsession to get married and offer feedback. I offer support and I'm an active listener. However, many times, especially if she's dating someone as her whole mood depends on if the guy has texted her, I notice I'll be talking and I assume she was listening, but then I'll eventually stop after several mm-hmm. And then I'll follow up with a question and she has no idea what I was talking about. Or she'll literally ask me a question that I just spoke about one second later. She will say, sorry, I zoned out and ask me to repeat myself a lot. Or she will verbatim repeat what I just said so she can process it and then answer me. She'll say, sorry, I was zoning out and I can't stop thinking about this guy. I feel unsupported, like kind of stupid for spending minutes talking only to find out my friend wasn't listening at all. She told me to call her out on it or speak louder, and I do, but she'll go back into doing it five minutes later. I told her how it makes me feel several times. When she is single and not dating, she is much more responsive to me. She says she's on her meds for ruminating, and I understand she struggles with ADD, but like, when is enough enough? I will listen endlessly as she ruminates over why a guy didn't text, and I've told her to stop when it gets too much. But ultimately, the combos always lead back to the guy, and then she'll be spacey with me. Any other ideas on how to approach this, or should I end the friendship? Do you all experience this with your friends? For example, I'll say, that dad went to the park. And she'll be like, wait, who did you go with and where? And see, this happens over and over. Well, this sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. It's terrible to have your best friend kind of zone out and just think about what's going on with them. Like, I'm boy crazy. I want to be married. I want kids. They didn't say that, but I imagine that's what happens when you want to get married. You want to have a family. You settle down with the 2.5 kids and a white picket fence. Are we still believe in that these days. I don't know, but it seems like the best friend is really, really focused on something else. The best friend seems that they are not able to be present with the poster, with the person who posted this. They are not able to be present for some reason. And the person who posted this is really, really frustrated because they want their friend to pay attention. It's like, snap back to reality. Come here. I'm here. I'm right in front of your face. I'm speaking to you. My words are important to you. Listen, 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 listen. Huh? What do you say? Huh? Where? The poster, it's furious. 
there are not a bunch of exclamation points in this, but I imagine that this person is really, really frustrated with it and they want something to be different about the relationship. That's why they posted this thing. So they said, they asked, any other ideas on how to approach this? Or should I just end the friendship? Oh boy, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, do you all experience this with your friends? And I, I want to say that um, sometimes people don't hear what I say and then I have to repeat it. That's a thing that happens because sometimes people aren't present. Sometimes other things are on people's minds. But I do not waste my energy speaking to someone who does not value it. I do not. I do not call people a best friend. I do not call people friends if they do not hold space for me. No. To answer that. But that's only after I've, you know, transitioned, not transitioned like trans transition, but I've come over to the other side and believe that I am worth something, believe that the words that I speak are valuable and they're important. And people also, I know that people also believe it. Other people out there believe that what I have to say is interesting and important and they give me my attention because they recognize that I'm giving them my attention and we look at each other and we connect with each other. But what's happening here with this post is not that. I know the poster knows that very clearly. So they asked, what else can I do? Any other ideas on how to approach this? Should I end the friendship? And I would say, no, don't end the friendship. That's not a thing that I recommend people do. If you're safe, if you're not in physical harm, do not abruptly end the friendship. What we want to do is learn from the experiences that we have. We want to learn more about ourselves when we talk to this person. We want to focus in and hone in on what we are really feeling. And with that feeling, we give it meaning. We give the whole experience meaning. It's frustrating. It's angering. It's sad. We give it meaning. And we return back to this experience. And we're like, oh, I remember this. I was angry the last time it happened. And then every time you remember that it's angering, it's frustrating for you, or it makes you sad, or you're afraid to lose this friend. So what do you do in response to that feeling? You tell her again, so that maybe this time she'll hear you. So maybe she will change, because you're afraid that lose her. Perhaps, I don't know. If you discovered that, if you were able to label the situation with your feelings, you could dive deep in. You could learn more about what it is that you really want from a friendship. You could say, this friendship angers me. Every time they do this, I'm angry. And then you ask yourself, well, why do I put up with it? What do I want instead? What does it look like instead of this? Because you have now given this significance and meaning because you have given it an emotion. You felt something by it. You labeled that emotion and then you have decided or you will decide what you want to do. If you want to continue having that experience, if you want to change it in some way, change the feeling around the experience, that is the way to develop close friendships. That is the way to tackle this friendship. This is what I would tell you if you were sitting in front of me. I would suggest that you run an experiment that you would talk about things that are interesting to you and have the expectation that she is not interested. Like she will be like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, like she always does. 
and sit with that feeling. Notice that feeling. Be in that place. Be present with it. Notice what it is that you are feeling and make sure you capture it. Write it down. Talk it out. Put in a voice recording or something. They did this and this is how I feel about it. Make sure you do that. Capture this moment in time because I believe that you are dismissing this overwhelming feeling over and over again in the moment. You want to make sure that you do not forget what that feels like to be ignored over and over and over again. Because in your post, you you wrote out the description, but you didn't really put a feeling to it. I recommend that you mark this experience with a feeling and don't give them any grace. Don't try to think on their side. Don't say that they have ADHD or they have ADD and so they can't they can't pay attention to me. Well, which is it? You're going to accept that they're not going to pay attention to you? No, because it doesn't feel good. Pay attention to that feeling that you have. Just because they have ADHD or ADD doesn't mean that it's acceptable for you to be ignored when you're talking about something that's important to you. So I'd say run that experiment and sit with that feeling and know that that continues to happen and it may well continue to happen with this person. Make peace with it. Make peace with it. Know that this person isn't going to satisfy your needs. And if you have a problem with doing that, if you still believe that they can change, I want you to try this other experiment. I want you to, you know, come in and talk about something really, really important to you. Maybe even make it up, honestly. Something really devastating happened and you're looking for support from your friend. Someone, you lost a job. Someone passed away. Something devastating happened in which you really need support from your friend and see how supportive they are of you. Now, this is just a this is just a test, right? What if this happened in real life? What if you did need support from them? They barely care. They barely are connected to you. They're not a bad person. Don't confuse that with them being a bad person. They have their own priorities happening. And unfortunately, you are not that. You may not be that. I still do not recommend that you cut them off until you discover that you choose yourself. It's not cutting them off. It's choosing yourself. I want to feel something else. I want to feel connected and close. I do not want to feel ignored. I want to feel accepted, appreciated, and understood. When you decide that you feel that way, then that person naturally falls off. There is no effort for you to cut them off because you decide that you want to be connected. Don't cut them off. Practice. Hey, Redditor, thank you so much for asking your question. I know that you didn't ask me to answer it, but I did. And I hope this advice is useful to you. If you want me to answer your question about friendship, feel free to write to me at patternsofpossibility at gmail.com. Or you can just write your stuff on friendship advice like you regularly do and tag me. My username is Brilliant and Resilient, capital N, Brilliant and Resilient. 
My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at PatternsofPossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.